This is drug money, which is unfortunate. And I don't know if you speak Chinese, but it's uh, Chinese drug money. This is Seriously Cigar. Season two. Hey, 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 hey. Yes, welcome to Seriously Seagal, episode one of season two. We are very excited to be back. We are the Seagal goons. Hey, hey. Mm. And we're getting right back into it. We hope you guys have checked out season one. There are some pretty good ones. We also re-ran uh, some of the best of, and we had a few great ones at the end. Peter, what was what would you say your favorite episode of season one was? I think you know exactly what my favorite episode <laughs> Could of season one was. Could it possibly be <laughs> episode 11, Out of Reach? You guys are both right. It's episode 11, Out of Reach. Um, everybody should check that one out. It had a lot in common with today's movie, 2009's Dangerous Man, which we'll get into. Um, specifically, my favorite thing, I think, in any Seagal movie is when his voice is dubbed by somebody else. Um, and you can clearly tell the difference, especially it's oh usually a, a scene in the beginning that features some exposition. And it's weird because they jump in between him actually talking. And like when he was in the car, for example, it was him talking. And then as soon as he exits the car, it's somebody else again. And it's like, What? <laughs> This yeah, this movie had dubs of a not like Donald Trump doing Seagal's voice. Um, it, it was like the, uh, one of the better dubs, I'd say. It was <laughs> like some of them are really off, but this guy tried. He sounded kind of like Seagal, you know. Like that's where we're at with this. <laughs> one thing I was excited to see, boys, especially in the opening credits of A Dangerous Man, two thousand nine. Mm -hmm. um, we're reunited with our old pals Keone Waxman Keone. and Ben Dang. Ben Dang. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, Keone is actually going to be around for a while. He's doing the latest End of a Gun 2016 as well. So he's he's sticking Ooh. around. Love that guy. I think this is the best Keone Waxman Seagal movie. I right? thought the action in this movie was insane. It was so good. He like It was excessive, but to the point where I liked it. Because some of the movies, I felt like sometimes there's a lot of gunplay. Some of the action is really quick. He snaps really quick. It's over. This time he took his time with everybody. <laughs> the action, the action was more like brutal, much more yeah, violent, so like in, especially like just in the hand to hand stuff, like yeah. lots of bleeding and like just stabbing and all sorts. It's, it's like very just violent, like excessively hitting people, like smashing them in walls. It's, we'll get those, to that. There were those we'll two machinery induced deaths at the oh, end. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Tough. Yeah, yeah we'll so get there. Th this movie had dubbed voices, so many overcooked eggs, uh, an absurd plot, but it was one of my favorite mov Seagal movies we've seen. I would say. Yeah, this all jumped of, up my list. All of our classic Seagal tropes. So let's go around the horn and introduce it again. We are the Seagal goons. This is P Bear, drummer for the Van Buren's, sitting across the couch from me. No longer. Wearing a blue blanket, but wearing a black belt from time to time. Oh, shit. It's the flavor, a.k.a. Brown Man. A.k.a. the Sensei. What's up, guys? Glad to be back for season two. Excited to start this up again. Let me throw it across the way to the man across the way, as usual, manning the helm. We got Mr. Smitty. Yeah. How's your podcast yeah. nose for season two, Smitty? That sounds pretty, pretty cool. clear today. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I was like, that's a good one. Let's say it's a good day for that. We are approaching the top of our game here, folks. Um, before we get into the movie, I want to talk about a, a recent revelation in the Seagal verse, the seriously Seagal verse. Definitely. Um, we made first contact with the big man himself. It happened, guys. Double S uh, Sensei Steven Seagal. That's a triple S, I suppose. Yeah. Um, number one in our hearts, number one uh, to all our fans. We love you, Stephen. And we also want to send a shout out to our buddy James Eads, who tweeted at, at Seagal. We've tweeted at Seagal a little bit in the past. Um, but James got he James recommended uh, the podcast, and Seagal shot back, uh, hey, get in contact with my press agent. Social media director, yeah. Social media director. 
And then uh, he later tweeted at us, uh, hey, where can I hear this podcast? So we got right back to him, yeah. told him about, you know, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, so, all the good You know, things. if you guys are fans, you're listening to this, you're out on Twitter, definitely hit him up, you know, yeah, like, let him know episodes. that he, you want him on, recommend episodes, tell him that you want to hear him on the podcast. It's We definitely want him on here. And also, Stephen, kill us on film. Hashtag kill us on film. Especially the on film part. <laughs> yes, make sure people can see it afterwards. Kill us on film. Does that mean you kill us for real? Does that mean you just kill us and it's like a movie? We don't know. You know, surprise us. Whatever you want to do, Stephen. We love you. Come on the podcast. Give us a little bit of your time. Um, we'd also love to see a martial arts demonstration from you, some of your beautiful Aikido redirection moves. Absolutely. I, I, a, a dangerous man. He really did show to me that Ooh. he's he's still got those moves, man. Yeah, 2009, he was killing it. He was. It's he really had the quick hands in this one. It seems like he put in some effort in this movie. Like for some reason, he got like some energy to be like, all right, like I care about this movie. Let me let me do some stuff. It was beautiful. Yeah, Stephen, we love you. Also, you're a great guitar player, man. You used to play with all those black bands back in the 50s. Let's jam. Let's jam. Get on stage with us. Anytime you want to come up, we got a guitar player, sax player, drummer. We can get together a pretty sweet band, man. Okay? You want to take lead vocals? You want to sing backups? Whatever you want to do. You got it. Oh, man. He'd go lead. He would definitely go lead. lead. All right. So where do we start off in this film? Yeah. What does happen? Oh, okay. His wife is getting into a car. A beautiful woman gets into a car. And then this dude tries to basically carjack her. Right. She gets in the passenger seat, buckles up, and and answers the phone. Yeah. It's... Somebody pretending to be Seagal, I guess, who is her husband. Um, yeah, and then Joshua Jackson approaches her, <laughs> <laughs> approaches the passenger seat. And what is he trying to do? Is he trying to rob her? He's trying to rob her, kill her. I don't know exactly what. But then he, like, gets her out of the car, right, essentially. And yeah. Right. And who appears but our man himself from behind, Stephen motherfucking Seagal. A.K.A. Shane, Shane Douglas. Shane. Daniels. 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 Sorry. Douglas Daniels. <laughs> Douglas Daniels. Well, is this close Jack? enough? <laughs> is his <laughs> name Jack, Jack Daniels? <laughs> Douglas yeah, yeah. Jack. Just buy some Jack later on in the film. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, no, Shane Daniels, and he beats the shit out of this guy. He's a man of fire. Dude, he Oof. starts just like beating up on this guy. And then this dude like tries to run away. He's like, I'm going to kill you, bitch. And like runs after him. <laughs> and the chick's like, Don't leave me alone, Shane. And then we cut to um, him in an interrogation, interrogation room. room. Yeah. Yep. So we're still kind of in the credits. We get the interrogation room scene where the dude is saying, we looked up your background, guy who's accused of murder, and yeah. we know that you're special forces. Right, like you know how to do this stuff. Like that guy was taken apart. <laughs> yes, exactly. And we're, we're also in- intermingling cut shots of the crime scene. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, which is, uh, you know, projecting through the rest of the movie, themes that we'll see again, a lot of crime scenes with our fake detective <laughs> munch guy with the James Woods dude. And then also violence against women, like a lot in this movie. Did you yeah. know, did you guys notice that? Yeah, yes. well, yeah. How many innocent women are shot in the, the chest in this movie? Like uh, three seven. or four? No, I would say there was three four or five. Four or five at least in that uh, strip club alone. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty brutal. But yeah, so Seagal defending his wife. Um, yeah, <laughs> Chase is at the most I've seen Seagal run since yeah. uh, Mark for Death. So I would Chase say Chase is after this dude, but then apparently that guy gets killed elsewhere, and Seagal is claiming that he didn't do it. Did we ever solve this crime? Well, no. Yeah. Was, well, later they said there was like DNA that kind of proved that he didn't do it. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. And okay. that's why he gets released from prison. Yeah. But so he gets sent to prison. Essentially, is the thing. Right. Falsely. And during this time, also, I think this is semi during the cutscenes. You see a letter from his wife. Um, where she's essentially leaving him because it's like, I've been in here too long. And it's like, listen, bitch, like, he's in here because he was trying to save you. Like, really? You're going to leave this guy? Like, that's cold. 
cold. It's cold. I hope yeah, she got cold. snapped at some point. It's cold. She sent me one of them John Deere letters. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked how um the the letter he's reading it in the rain. Yeah. Question number one: Whenever Seagal is in prison, <laughs> yeah, he's never yeah. wearing a prison uniform. Yeah, that never. was not a question. But <laughs> what what's the deal with that? <laughs> so what's he, the deal with his prison uniform? <laughs> And then also, so he's l- reading this letter in the rain. It's very a tragic scene. Yeah. Um, rain is getting all over this letter, but it looks like it's been laminated and it's been typed in Comic Sans. Yes, yeah. it was. It was very clean, very clean, she, consistent. She wanted to make sure he knew he was leaving or she was leaving his ass. Like, listen, don't tell me you didn't read this because it was smudged. Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. She laminates it, like frames it in her house with a cold heart. <laughs> that, is, that is so cold. Yeah. So anyway, but then um, does he get released right away? After yeah, that? He, he has the scene or where Project Freedom, Project Innocence, Innocence yeah, uh, oh frees God. Mr. Daniels. Gr- there are some great liners at that actually. Oh yeah, this is Seagal that's when like he gets of, really. It's not even a liner; it's a one. It's a monologue. Can should we just do this monologue for this sake right here? So yeah. Do you have it? Yeah, I have the. Entire have this, this speech is beautiful. Yeah, this, this reminds me. Deserve, it's not uh, a one-liner of of the final speech in On Deadly Ground. It's a, it's that kind of deep uh, and me, hard. Me, 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 me. Hello, Juilliard. <laughs> All right, let me, uh, okay. Your Honor, I gave 14 years of my life to the military, six to a penitentiary. I don't know why you people think money can replace life. I don't think you know what it's like sitting there in prison, wondering if, when this day would come. Money can't give me back my name, my reputation, my wife, my family, and all I lost. I don't want your money. I want my life back. Bravo. Thanks, guys. Nice. Season two, man. I had to get wow. it out there. <laughs> wow, really good. Uh, Flav, did you type all that while it was <laughs> yes, going on? That's so goddamn Quick. impressive. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, I take notes on these movies. Smitty and, and Mr. P-Bear take notes written down on, on notebook paper, and I Long actually hand. write them on my iPhone notes. So I'm typing this on my phone. The millennial of the, of the Seagal goons. He truly is. Fast thumbs, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of you, Flav, yeah. we, we actually... Uh, Right after uh, Shane Daniels is freed from his uh, unjust prison term, mm-hmm. we're sent to your uh, place where you spent a lot of time. Oh, shit. Should we take it there? We are sent basically to uh, Washington State. Let's go to Flavors of the World. In the I areas around Seattle. Say. Oh, yeah? So yeah. let's hit the Flavors of the World. Season two. Seattle. Washington. Ah. Uh. The Space Needle. Bellingham. Washington State. Fish. Pike Place. (laughs) Weed. (laughs) Yeah, Seattle. So, yeah, I was uh, born and raised originally in Idaho, but now my family's out there in Seattle. I've been living there since high school. Uh, it's a great place. You know what I like to say about Seattle is it's extremely, like, a lot of people understand the Pacific Northwest in general. There's a lot of, like, hiking, a lot of beautiful nature, stuff like that. But uh, the one thing I think about Seattle is that it's a good city for, like, either if you're in college, like, you go to University of Washington or something, mm-hmm. or if you're, like, trying to raise a kid. A lot of good schools, like, huge emphasis on schools, a um, ton of good, like, music programs out there, Roosevelt and Garfield High, some of the best like jazz in the nation basically at the high school level so it's a good place for like later on when you're like raising a kid and stuff also it makes sense that they were in seattle and this was dealing with chinese and asian gangs my high school is 46 percent asian Mm -hmm. ton of asian people again because of the schools 
Do you um, include yourself in that? Yeah, I guess I would have to be included in that subcontinent. So right. But then again, I'm pretty white too. <laughs> You're the whitest one. If you, if you ask the New York State trooper that gave me that ticket, <laughs> I'm 100 percent white. <laughs> still saved that picture. Do you think? I mean, do you think they represented Seattle well, or, or the you know Pacific yeah, they, Northwest they area? They went to Bellingham though, which is definitely like outside of the city. You know, like I bet it was cheaper. Yeah, outside. Outside. Oh yeah, 100. percent Seattle would be hard to shoot into because like it's extremely hilly. Like you're you can sometimes even be parking like almost vertically. It's crazy how hilly it is, like up and down streets. So it would be tough to like film some of the stuff they did with the shootouts, right? Because you'd be shooting people over a giant hill. There were some beautiful like Cohen Brothers Fargo esque outdoor nature. Oh my you god, yeah, shots of those pretty good mountains. cinematography. Yeah, yeah, it looks nice. Seattle's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. You guys got to get out there. I would love to come to Mama Seattle. Mama Majumder. Let's do it. some food. Yeah, yes. Can't wait. All the curries. Oh, oh, my God. That would be great. Sog yeah. Paneer. Would she do that one? She can do everything. She used to be a caterer for like 15 years. How's her non game? It's amazing. Oh, man. It's all about the non. I'm down. Um, okay. So, <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> We're in Seattle. And yeah. free weed. Or not free weed. Sorry. Legal weed. <laughs> Legal weed. Not free. You fucking potheads. No. Yeah, um, okay. Legal weed, though. Takes it's one great. Very professional greeneries out there. Um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, so we're set up. We see the uncle character, who we don't know who's going to become the right, uncle. Right, right. We see him getting like He's dra- off. being dragged against his will <laughs> off of a- an illegal immigration vessel yeah. from China off the coast of Seattle, Washington. So that was a flash forward then, right? Yeah, so we jump forward six years at this moment, I right. believe. Yeah. Okay, to the present time I d- or six years in the future. I don't know. It's a great question. We'll yeah. never know. Okay, we so know. he's yeah, he's being dragged off. <laughs> so essentially, they're setting up this this old man character, this uncle character. I do like how he's being dragged against his will, theoretically, but he's kind of in front kind of, of the other guys yeah. and <laughs> kind of pulling them along, and like shrugging them off every yeah, now and then, like get off me, like stop, no, really, stop, Wait, but please, then, no, don't. <laughs> how do we get from that to? Well, we get to the moment actually where Smitty <laughs> predicts exactly what's going to happen for the very first time. Oh shit! <laughs> Can we get go to a very brand new segment? This is season two. These are the horrifying predictions of Smitty Dallas. Oh yeah, Smitty, you've developed uh, over the season one an uncanny knack for saying exactly what's going to happen next in the movie, um, down to very specific details. Now, some <laughs> people could say, okay, somebody's going to attack Steven here. Th- those things are pretty obvious and pretty pretty set up uh, well ahead of hand. It, but y- you find these beats in the movie that are just classic <laughs> and truly Sagalian moments that only these movies could really teach us. Um, so the first one happens right here when we, s- when we see our, our main character, Shane Daniels, Shane. and his new life six years later. So what did you say? You kind of looked into the future by a few seconds. <laughs> so I saw he was heading towards a liquor store. <laughs> and I go, oh, he's probably going to go get some uh, whiskey to go like drown his sorrows. That's exactly what of happens. Of his situation. And he walks right into the store, and he grabs himself a bottle of Jack bourbon. <laughs> yes. Not Jack Daniels, just nope. Jack bourbon. <laughs> Goes to this like little like scared looking dude. That's a, the, that was my favorite part of the scene though is that the, the counter guy like definitely thought he's like this young like looking kid and he thinks that like Seagal's gonna like rob him or something yeah, the entire just, time. He's terrified. He's so so terrified. Um, I mean Seagal's an imposing man. The man yeah. has a presence fella. Yeah. Puts down money, takes the jack and walks out of the store. Dude probably shot himself. <laughs> yeah. <that time. laughs> then, speaking of splat, 
a serious overcooked egg comes next. Oh my when god! We, yeah. It's the classic Stephen Save the Cat so moment it's when so he good. beats the shit out of two annoying street toughs. Yeah. Uh, they're trying. They're like standing outside of this car for zone. They're like, hey man, like you want to buy this car? Like, and Stephen's like, no. Nah. And they're like, no, a really good deal. Like just everything you got. And he's like, all I got. And there's some great liners which I'll save for my segment. But basically, he like hits them verbally. <laughs> and then he hits him physically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, it is does. awesome. This is the first time we realized how brutal this movie is going to be. The action in this movie was absolutely bananas. It was bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Smitty, hit, let's talk about your other your other <laughs> Smitty Damas moment. Can we? Oh, okay. Yeah, Another yeah. Oh, jumping way ahead. We'll, we'll just touch prediction. on this. We'll just touch on this briefly. Um, <laughs> Flav's done. Yeah, he's done. done. Stick a fork in him. <laughs> Flav, you need to be wearing less clothes to make this work. That yeah. was not the sound we wanted. Um, so yeah, what, it was. Yeah, it totally no, was. We wanted the monkey screeching. Yeah, that's what it was. It was. We're st- <laughs> Raj is still understanding the idea of post. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Season two. Here we go. Season two. <laughs> All right. Oh, Smitty, what was your other... Your other Wait. prediction was even more just perfect. <laughs> Wait, that he was going to kill that guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, at one point, there's this, like, Russian guard standing by, like, a pool, and he wearing, he's wearing this red j- red shirt or vest or something, and mm-hmm. I go, oh, he's a red shirt. Oh, he's definitely going to get <laughs> shot right now. And then, like, within a second, he gets shot in the back and, like, falls <laughs> into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Star Trek and and Lost for yeah. the red shirt shit. Um, mm, Star Trek. But the 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 funny uh. thing is, it's just it's a five second long shot. <laughs> yeah. They show so this quick. dude. You go red shirt. He's gonna get shot. He gets shot. He's in the pool. <laughs> That's the only time we see this character in the movie. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it was so perfect. Uh, Smitty, you're 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 a green seer or something, uh, man. It's it just happens. I don't know how. So no. yeah, after he gets this liquor, he kills like yeah he. Was that a snap, Smitty? So I, I felt like he put the guy's hand in the car door and then shut the car door. So you'd have to have snapped it, right? It's possible. What, 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 we can talk about okay. that a little later. I might count that one in. So essentially he beats the shit out of these guys. And then he, he does take their car. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm going right. to take your car and drives off in the first sale. Seagal's a real piece of shit in this movie. <laughs> Is he? he? Well, I he, mean, he's incredibly, he's a man with a code, of course. He's above the law. He's out for justice. Doesn't they talk know. about a code of, of honor in this movie? At one they point? might mention a code yeah. of honor. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody needs a code. He's of a honor serious man. He's, he's a dangerous a, man. Oh, it's so when the Russian <laughs> guy's talking to him. He's like, everybody has to have look, like, live by a code of honor. Yep. Yeah, he's hard to kill as well. He's under siege at moments. He's definitely above the law. <laughs> all, all 100 out for justice. Is he out of reach? I think so. Is he born to kill? <laughs> Probably. Is that a movie? Yeah. Born to kill? Yeah. Is we haven't gotten there yet. Um. Yes. Okay. So then we we meet kind of two of our main characters for a moment. We really meet one. Ultimately, what will become one of our main uh, characters? Yeah, Sergey in the car. Just two young bros. Here. Two young Russian bros. Just a night out in the town, you know, stealing cars, boozing Just a couple it Ricky up. and Dylans out there. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking beers in the car, yeah. worrying about getting pulled over. Everybody's worrying about getting pulled over in this movie. Well, That's they good, should though. be. Should They're be, all yeah. thieves. Uh, yeah, the cops are. Uh, you know, dude, I'm always worried about getting pulled over. Spoilers: the crop, the cops are crooked again. Uh, Splat, overcooked yeah. egg. Also, like every this cop, movie. this one cop that just really likes to use racial. Oh yeah, he tough. keeps like there's this one Tim Roth, like C level Tim Roth 
detective who's <laughs> yes. who's, yeah, he who's uh who's dirty and he I said he was Steve Carell with a heroin habit. Yeah. Or just yeah. James Woods. <laughs> like a healthy James Woods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. very sunken in cheeks this he guy. He keeps had. using he's just like, yeah, like damn, these like chinks killed each other and like get this chink out of the way. And I'm like, oh. I thought for a second, I'm like, I wonder if the director like Told him, yeah, you know, like, just throw that in there, like, when you feel appropriate. And this guy's, like, inner racism came out, and they're just like, oh, man, he's, he's, he's really yeah, liberal he about this, he, huh, man? <laughs> like, he really uses a few hard CHs in yeah, this movie. It's yeah, like, so, oh. Well, within, like, like, the first, like, seven of his lines, which is, like, split in two and separated by a few minutes, he uses, like, like wonder racial how Keo- slurs, I wonder how like, Keone four or five times. felt about that. Like, man, if I'm Keone, I'd be like, bro, like, ease it up a little bit. Dude. You know who, who Keone wish he could have worked with on this one? Mr. Keith David. Oh, Let's send ah, it God. to the Keith David Memorial Non Seagal MVP. The Keith David Non Seagal MVP. Oh, yeah. Is Keith here for season two's premiere? Uh, of course I am. Welcome to season two. Congratulations on those tweets, boys. Keith, what's Thank up? Thank you, Keith. Thanks, man. I've been How in the basement you? playing Othello, the game. You don't wait the whole time? The whole time. Wait, is Father Flavor with you guys too? Father Flavor was gambling quite a bit on a fellow oh, game. Oh man! Oh boy, we got to check. Did he lose in. all the church donations? I'm kind of worried about that. I don't know. Yes, got- and all that money you gave him, Smitty, for those lapses. Oh shit, oh, dude! We got to check in with him later this season. We got to find Father Flavor. I miss him on my lap. I yeah. hope Flavor's Father Flavor's okay. Yeah, Jesus. All right. Well, who was your MVP then, uh, P Bear? Um, I think I'm gonna go with that Detective Munch, James Woods guy. Okay. Maybe. And his his little partner who looked like Castle from Castle, <laughs> Castle, <laughs> um, like the uh, the number two in command kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, that, like first henchman or that whatever. little bro. Yeah, who's always grimacing at everybody. Yeah, he was. Um, it's like, dude, why are you always making that face? This dude um, really knows how to investigate a crime scene and, and really uh, cook up a, a nice dirty plot. <laughs> I think that's my favorite part about yeah. him. Because in that first scene that we were talking about, he goes he goes to a crime scene. And he puts like he plants a gun in somebody's hand. And hands. he plants a gun in somebody's hands. And shoots one of the other dead people one more time again so he can like say that that's how the, the officer died was, you know, killing the other the bad guy. This dead cop is He's a like, hero now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then do we go from that scene to then the night scene where all these people are intersecting for the first time, the Russian Sergei and Seagal. It, well, he the detective comes in really after that scene. But you want to talk about that that huge right, shootout right, right. scene? Yeah. So this is where the. Oh, I thought that scene where he's planting was before. Okay, sorry. That's why I jumped to that. But I was co- hoping somebody okay. would talk about. Sarah so these again. two things are happening one scene after another, but basically they're both important for the plot. So it's good that we introduced that uh, shitty detective. Now we introduce basically, it's nighttime and these three sets of people are in this lot. Just they happen to be. At the same place at the same time. There's Seagal, who's just wistfully wandering around, yes. dressed in all black and a bandana <laughs> and sunglasses, I Bottle think. Bottle of Jack, period. Yeah. <laughs> then there's Sergey and his friend, who are driving around, and I think they're just driving around, and they uh, stop, stop in this parking lot. And there's also kind of a little bit further away from them, but also in this parking lot. It's a goddamn huge parking lot. Um, there's two Asian dudes. I don't know their names, because I don't think we're ever told their names in this movie. Um... But they are basically carrying. They're getting stopped by a cop, right? And he pulls them over and pulls them out, and then he's like checking their like pockets and stuff. And he's trying to talk to them, and they're pretending like they don't know English. Then this cop goes and like has them open up the trunk, and he looks in the trunk and he's like, "Oh, what's in there?" And they like kind of mime like, "Oh, clothes." So he looks in one of the bags, and it is just clothes. So 
at this point, I was kind of like, I don't think cops are allowed to do that, first of all, without, like, reasonable... So you can't just, yeah, like, keep no. going through people's well, shit, like... Just because these guys didn't speak English that gave him right. a right to do that? So anyway, so he checks the clothes, and then he decides to go further, and he looks into another bag, and there's a bunch of cash, so immediately this cop just gets the shit kicked out of him. Right. But d- not, like, this is another, you know, we just keep seeing the brutality of this, which, you know, I'm okay with. <laughs> um... They don't just kill the cop like you would normally in a movie. They they kick him repeatedly, and then they shoot him in, like, the shoulder and the leg and, like, keep him, like, half alive. Yep. Yep. But at this point, Seagal's like, you know, he kind of gives that look. He's yeah, like, Seagal's I got to step in. hanging like, out in the corner just watching this guy get beat up for a long time. But then he's like, all right, I got to stay. Like, this man could be somebody's in. uncle. <laughs> now, what I missed was how does how do they then – Seagal attacks them, right? Because how does they how do they then look at Sergey and the other dude like well, how no, did they get involved in this? Well, they first then look over and see that Sergey and that other dude are there, and then his buddy, his piss, buddy right? who was taking a piss, starts running away. Right, and one of the um, oh, the Chinese guys chase yeah, yeah, right, and right, then right. one of the Chinese guys chases him down and shoots yep. his buddy. That yep. took a long time. It that did. dude was terrible with machine guns. Yes. <laughs> Sergey then proceeds to jump in the stolen car they had, and he's trying to. Drive it away. <laughs> that was so the, right, right, right. The mob guys are in their car and they do this like kind of like they're squaring off a little bit, and then eventually like Sergey gets cut off, and yep. then Seagal comes in and beats the shit out of the Chinese. Yeah, dudes. beats the shit out of them, kills one of them, <laughs> just brutally and beats the one crap of them, out of one of them. One of them escapes, and that guy's uh, character's name is Mao, I believe. That's Mao. He's the yeah. kind of the third henchman yes. of the yes. of Chen. chairman. Okay, yeah, the chairman. For Although sure. there, isn't there a guy named? Oh, there's the colonel. Yeah, the colonel. Okay, so that's kind of the begin, and then Seagal and Sergey kind of become pals, and they discover in the trunk of the car that's been in the trunk of the car. There's a girl under the cash. Yes. Yep. Yes. And we discover which the cop somehow didn't see this person underneath the cash. Which is yes, absolutely insane <laughs> that that cop did not see that. Um, <laughs> Raj is very disturbed that there's a fly in the room right now. Yeah. It's okay. Um, I'm still with you guys. You're I love doing you a good guys. job. Okay, so we kind of flies. we start to see the beginning of the family that Seagal will assemble by the end. He's got his young friend, Sergey, kind of our, if you want to go back to episode one, he had Bobby Porter, of course, as his young little friend. Yep. And then he also has Tia, Tia, who is kind of uh, coming around from an almost amnesiac situation. Yep. She was drugged. She was placed in the trunk of this car. Totally understand why. Um, the plot of this movie doesn't make a ton of sense to me. It's Maybe you guys will be explained, can explain it to me by the end. Um they wanted to hold her hostage to get, like, this uncle used to be an accountant for the, the Chinese, like, mafia, basically, right. abroad. So oh, so they, they were blackmailing shit. the uncle with her? No, no, no. They were going to. He didn't realize that it was he was walking into a trap. He, they were making it seem like the uncle thinks he's just safe and sound, like, coming to the thing. But, like, I think then when he got there, that's when he was being, like, forcibly, like, taken because they're like, we have your niece right and then they're using the niece to like get information about the chinese like st- accounts that he used to run oh the chinese army yeah. so basically like right. what was happening before this i'm just gonna like give the whole plot background this girl independently and her father want to bring her uncle her father's brother from china to the states because he wants out of being an accountant for these mafia people so her dad has been trying to do this legally she decides to make this backdoor deal with these two people, Chen and the Colonel. Uh huh. And they double cross her, basically. They're like, yeah, we'll bring your uncle in. And then they take her hostage, and they're like, oh, well, now we're gonna use this to like find out all he knows about like their their money and shit like that, so they can 
take over their business. Well, you know what they okay. want to do. So that's what's happening. Yeah. She got double crossed. So that's why she got drugged and is in that trunk of the car. Uh, and and that's her, what she's telling her. Fri- she keeps talking about her friends who were killed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And her it's the f- cops who come into this yeah. this whole deal. Yeah. And so I don't think friends. Chen and the Colonel were her friends. I think her friends were actually quote unquote friends with Chen and the we, Colonel, and they're like, "Oh, we know these people. We can hook you up." And then when they got there, the shitty detectives killed those people, and then Chen and Colonel took her. I okay, that, that's what actually happened. All right, I had a real tough time following yeah. that. Plot. Yeah, it's a little tough, but that's, this poor girl that's has to just say so much exposition throughout yeah. the movie. That's her. So basically, that's job. the yes. plot of this whole movie. So Seagal is now with this girl who's now semi safe. Before we go on, sorry to interrupt. And, yeah, can we finish our MVPs? God damn it, P Bear, you opened oh, that shit. bit up too early. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so but it's good. Now we know the plot, so we know who your okay. MVP is. Is there, is who's your MVP? Uh, it's kind of like I could choose between Sergey or the detective. I love both those okay. guys. Okay, all right. So those are guys. My MVP is a little bit later in the movie, but it's Sergey's dad. Oh yeah, oh that's what I was totally say yeah. Too. Um, Vlad, Vlad the dad, dude. He is such a fucking baller. This guy. He's in the action. He's not just one of these like crime bosses that sits there and gives orders. He like gets in on the action and like shoots the shit out of some people later. It's great. And he's like really badass when he talks with people. When he like puts, just shuts down this detective who walks into his restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like shuts down like every like it's great. I love this guy. He's just he's it's yeah. I was thinking I, he I, reminds I, me of the world's fame, uh, most famous gentleman, the yeah, Dosakis yeah, totally. guy. He reminds he me a lot of him. He also reminds me of Mishkin from GoldenEye, but yes. just like bigger. Oh and yeah. Okay. Um, uh, he also, I thought, if if a baby Steven Seagal, if we went back in time <laughs> to a baby Steven Seagal and yeah. injected him with some of Vladimir Putin's DNA, yes. that it would be this guy, Vlad. Yep, I can oh, see yeah. that. And he and Seagal love each other Dude, in this they movie. they toast, they hang out, they talk about their code. He's it's like his Danny us. Trejo of this movie. Yeah. Yes. Vlad, his Russian yeah. Danny Trejo. I mean, he saved his kid and he saved him then later. So it's like, you know, they're, they're bros for life. Right, so he's Sergei's dad. Sergei says to Seagal, you saved my life. I owe you one, basically. Yeah. Um, we're now we're family, essentially. Um, and it's like you when girl I saved your found. life and what many of our <laughs> adventures on P Bear and the Brown Man. Exactly. We're now we're family. Yeah. But speaking of P Bear and the Brown Man, I thought that Ser- me and you and Sergey and Seagal should have teach a this is this is an idea a mail order friendship class. <laughs> Okay. And it the uh, a lot of the other characters in the movie need this class. Oh, like yeah. uh Sergey and his buddy who get shot up. Yeah. They're pals, but they aren't real friends, no, you know. They, they just don't, they, they they're not communicating with that each other. That guy was correctly. kind of a dick. He was kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Smitty, who was your MVP? Uh I was I was going to say Vlad as well. I really really enjoyed Vlad's yeah, character. He was awesome. I love when but, they they toast each other. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And, <laughs> and Vlad says um what does he say? He he speaks um, a little bit of English, and then Steven Seagal speaks some Russian at him, and it's, <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful moment. Classic perfect. Seagal, uh, worldly man moments. <laughs> um, I would I would just have to say Sergey, I guess. Sergey. Yeah, he got stuff done. He did, and he you <laughs> know he helped connect Stephen with his future brother. Nobody's going to say this terrible chick, Tia, that's like of no use. God. <sighs> Like I was everybody thinking about it, but like of your uncle, no, and she, you're she not just helping kinda, at all. Yeah, she is not given much to work with no, aside from isn't. explaining things. She really just she is a damsel in distress. And Steven Seagal, he's a damsel in distress uh, kind of guy. He just knows what's going to happen. We should also maybe mention our other two main baddies. The dude from Almost Famous, what was what car- Chen? Oh yeah, the drug Chen, lord. Chen played um, one of those Rolling Stone uh, editors who calls up. Um, Patrick Fugit? Yes, yes, yeah. He calls up his characters and like talks to him about the articles about Stillwater. And then there's the colonel who is none other than Sun Tea. Oh yeah, Sun Tea makes an from appearance. From Belly of the Beast. 
classic episode five. He is really yeah. fucking turned, huh? He's <laughs> yeah, he, he used to be Seagal's monk to I know he, he was a bad guy. He he went from Seagal's co- partner cop who shoots a woman by accident because he's got water in his eyes to being a monk to coming back to join Seagal to kill a bunch of people and use monks to, <laughs> the prayer of monks to kill people and now here he is this kind of sl- uh, wh- wh- how would you describe his character in this the colonel he's a man he's a professional he's man he's a professional he's a man professional of, of few words too I feel mm-hmm. like he's a professional Slots. asshole is what he is and he'll he's the second in command essentially in the Chinese mafia in Seattle. I believe so. Something something along those lines. And then he he stages a coup against Chen. But those two guys could also use some friendship lessons. They, they don't. They, yeah, they're what not, the hell, guys? They're not communicating well. Chen is the oversexed too too much. Um, we'll see that this is an overcooked egg splat. Um, the much too Americanized foreigner in Seagal movies. He's drinking. He's smoking cigars, and he has strippers come to his office. And he, that's that's not good. It doesn't work. He's not a man of honor. No. So he also kind of looks like Bruno Kirby. All right, go ahead. So <laughs> Sorry. yeah. So these there they show them like doing kind of like their thing and like basically an expose of like showing them as the bad guys. But then uh, to set up the further part of the plot, Sergey then tells Seagal he drops him off at this hotel and he's just like, all right, like if you need anything, here's my card uh, for Little Russia and like come and ask for Vlad. Right. Right. So he like lets him know how to find him if he needs help. So then Seagal and this chick go to this hotel. I love how they do the move of switching hotels. He says, Of course we're not going to this hotel that Sergey dropped us off at. We're going to this hotel right over here. And he walks like literally just across a median yeah. or just through through a little <laughs> bit of, of a few bushes yeah. to the next hotel. Like, oh, they think we're apartment four, I'm gonna go to five. They'll never do it. They'll never, never check, check it. it. But a six foot yeah. six du- dude who everybody thinks is Indian for some reason. Yeah, in what the hell? Yeah, they keep referring to him as an Indian man. Yeah, but when Chen and the Colonel are like finding out about this guy, they're like, "Man, like they took the money, they took the girl. He was just this this huge guy, like maybe Indian or something." Yeah. <laughs> they even and then like Chen Native looks at the Colonel and he's like, "Russians and Indians, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> and like what? <laughs> Like he meant Native, like Native American yeah. Indian, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Like but that, still, yeah, I know it's it so might absurd. as well them being like, Indian, it was a bear, boss. I swear <laughs> to God, yeah. it was a giant bear that got us. <laughs> Dude, people never believe when P Bear and Brown Man go out that it was a bear. That's that's really how we kind of escape most of our adventures. That's true. They're just in disbelief. There's a bear here. I don't believe that. I won't look. What do you mean he's operating <laughs> a fully loaded machine gun? <laughs> how can a bear do that? <laughs> I'm much better than Mao, though. Oh my God, that guy could not do anything with a machine like. He, he like unloaded several clips and he could not do it. So yeah, um, they go to this hotel and then they get tracked down because they have a transponder in their bag. But Classic. is that is that yeah. like the very next thing that happens? Um, Seagal explains some of his backstory for a minute. Like he, yeah, he's a, he's a. There's actually a great scene here where um, Seagal has to lay down the law to this bitch a little bit. You know, she's just acting a little crazy and and he kind of lays down the law <laughs> yeah, I, she's out of control yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well she maybe is. let's go to one of our absolute very favorite segments and this is season two so let's oh, hit it shit. it's time for flaves faves what's up welcome to my segment flaves faves hey hey we have got some good liners for you i'm not saying one liners anymore because there's a lot of like long liners <laughs> they've expanded into serious paragraph liners Dude, yes, it, it's serious um i'm gonna save the best one for last but we already heard the one uh the one monologue that he gave when he's when he's finally released from prison which is pretty pretty amazing it kind of moved me a little bit 
Um, but there's also a great one when he's about to when he, this is when he's leaving the liquor store and he's confronted by those two guys, right? And he beats famous the shit liquor out store scene. <laughs> and he goes, the guys are like, blah blah blah, like give me everything you got, right? Like we'll give you the car, like for everything. You got. He said, "Hey man, I just got out of prison for something I didn't do, and before that, I used to study real hard, you know, learning different ways to kill motherfuckers like you. Now just let me go on by, or I'll fuck you up ugly." The guy's like. What does that mean, man? Means your mom won't recognize you in your coffin. <laughs> oh, and then he shit. gets brutal until yeah, the Hun style on this guy. He up. wasn't. He wasn't lying. He yeah. Well yeah. Oh my god. He bludgeons that guy's face with the end of the gun. Sagal would play a really good uh, Count Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Has he, he ever tried do that. doing that? I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> he definitely has the hair for it. He's got the hair for it. I'm thinking of like when the classic like torturous Count Dracula is like the really scary dude mm. who actually existed. You yeah. know. Um, so the next one, <laughs> the next one Sorry, is, that was weird. Uh, he comes back in the store <laughs> right after this, and this kid who's like scared, like shitless, like pulls out a shotgun and he's like, "Put that shit away, boy, before someone gets hurt." And the kid just like looks at him and he's like, "All right," and like puts the gun back down, like right after he sees Seagal. Oh my god, it's a great one liner. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> a great one liner. Okay. All right. Next. Um. No. Well, the one liner was "Put that shit away, boy, before someone gets hurt." I know. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys are killing it. Um. <laughs> Season two. Come on our podcast. Steven. All right. A place called. There's this chick. They're talking about. This is um right before the favorite line. And actually, this ties into the scene that we were just talking about when they're in the hotel. Girls like, oh, like blah blah. blah. You know, my uncle was an accountant for a place called the Golden Triangle, mm-hmm. where poppy production is very high. <laughs> yeah. And Seagal goes, oh, I'm familiar. Yeah. <laughs> very familiar. And then, like, right, right after that, continuing on in the scene, like, she says some more stuff. And then once he understands the back thing, he just, like, kind of has a smirk on his face. And he goes, <laughs> I get it. I know what to do. I know what to do. Oh, the, the ultimate Seagal line of all time, yeah. I think. Because again, he flips his switch in this movie, his kill switch even, um, and from then out, then on out, he is not worried about. It. I mean, he's never worried about anything. No. but he didn't give a fuck about any turn of developments. Nope. Uh, there on out, he just knew what he was gonna do. He knew what he was gonna do, and he did it. Yeah. So I got two more for you, and one of them is not Seagal's actually. One of them is from my man Vlad. So I gotta try to do my best Russian now, which is gonna be. We'll this see is, how this, this goes. is a great <coughs> line. So this is this cop comes into his restaurant, Vlad's restaurant, and starts harassing him about like this thing that's happened. And his kid Sergey's sitting with him, and they're having dinner. So this is not like appreciated. He's like, "You guys don't come to my side of the town," because he knows this cop is dirty, right? Like he knows everything. So he's like, "Don't come to my side of the town. Insult me in my restaurant. Like get out of here." And he keeps like the cop just keeps you know like hanging out, like blah, blah blah. So he stands up and he gets in his face and he's like, "I will cut your balls, and I will cut your throat. You understand?" Let me explain something. Where I come from, we fuck cops in the mouth when we run out of farm animals. <laughs> so count your dead before you lock us up, because American jails are paradise to us. <laughs> oh, like, shit. Why would you get in this kind of guy's face? Savagely oh Seagal right there. Oh, Savage. my God. <laughs> yeah, MVP, bro. MVP. For sure. Yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it to Vlad. Well um, but then probably the last liner of the film, and this is from Seagal, is, you know, the guy, he's finally confronting... Sunti, or the colonel, like this is the final scene, and the guy like basically threatens to kill him, or you know he's like, you know, I'm gonna kill you, you're gonna be dead. And Seagal goes, you know, where I come from, the definition of death is emptiness. 
if that's the case, I've been dead a long, long time. Oh, oh shit. And I love this because oh, it, it kind of harkens <laughs> to um, their broness between Vlad and Seagal because Vlad also is like, let me explain something where I come from. And then later on, Seagal's like, you know where I come from. And they both explain their morals behind why they're going to fuck people up. Mm-hmm. It's great. And then they fuck those people up. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> it's awesome. I really like the way Vlad holds his gun, too. Yeah. So that those are my liners. I don't know if you guys uh, if you guys got any um, other ones, but that's pretty good. I thought my oh. favorite line of watching the movie, sorry, was when uh, uh, the colonel is about to escape at the end and stab Chen, and you yelled, "Stab him in the dick!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we <laughs> actually we also have the full monologue of Seagal yeah, scolding so this chick. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, in the earlier in the hotel room when. Um, Seagal and Tia are kind of talking to each other and trying to get real. He <laughs> totally just like bitches, bitches around. He's like, you're going to listen to what I have to say. But let I have this clip here, and this will do it much better justice. So let's take a listen to this. Let's hear it. Look, I need to call my father. I need to tell him I'm okay. Before you do that, I think you and I need to have a little talk. I already told you everything. What more do you want me to say? You told me that your friends were killed by local cops. That really doesn't explain to me how you ended up in a trunk next to a bag of cash. I already told you it's not my money. What are you, deaf? I want you to shut the fuck up. I want you to pay attention and understand one thing. If I'm going to try to save you, and if I'm going to try to help you, you need to talk to me. You need to listen to what I say, when I say, how I say. And if you don't, I will leave you here to get eaten by the fucking jackals. Are coming soon. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> what a great clip. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, he totally owned her. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh Raj, do you God. understand what post is now? Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's. I just want to boil down this plot because I was having a, a ton of trouble understanding it. Basically, it's come down to halfway through the movie, a team of Seagal, yep. the Russians headed by Vlad with his young squire, Sergei. Yep. Sergei. <laughs> Is it Serge or Sergei? Sergei. 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 Um, Maybe his friends call him Serge. And we also have Seagal, of course, of course. Uh, a man on a mission out for justice above yeah, the world. Um, and hard to kill. Uh, Tia. Yep. But not Tamara. No. And Tia, we're trying to get Tia's uncle from the Asian, the Chinese mafia in Seattle. Yes, I okay. believe. <laughs> I believe that's what we're working also with. Also, but even yeah, the in, in the within the Chinese, within mafia, the Chinese mafia, there's, there's a coup dissent. being plotted. Yes, there is mutiny between Sunti and uh, uh, Chen. Yeah, Chen and the Colonel are not seeing yeah. eye to eye Chen in and these the situations. Do not know how to bro out properly. Like. Well, Chen, Chen is a terrible bad guy. I can say. Can you hit the music for Bad Batter and the Worst? He's just sloppy, you know. This is a classic. I mean, this is an overcooked egg of a bad guy. Although I, I did enjoy the way he played it. I thought he was pretty fun. Um, you like the way he was overcooked? Yeah, I like the way he was overcooked. Sometimes I like, I like my steak a little overcooked as well. Um, but he does the classic bad guy trope of just not paying attention to your business and partying too much. Oh, my God. Stuff yeah, with is the going strippers down. and the alcohol and the cigars. In, in particular, this one scene when he is chastising, or it's a couple scenes where he's chastising the colonel, colonel. for not getting into it enough. And, you know, the colonel is it's kind of a funny little bit. He's reading newspapers as Chen is getting these weird lap dances that are just sexy girls wearing tight skirts tight, yep. yeah. and dancing around. And he really, he's drinking... Uh, 
whiskey out of tea cups and <laughs> getting getting twenty second massages and really getting off. Yeah, he's loving it. But he's not paying attention to what's going on right underneath his nose. That the colonel's planning this this coup against him. Oh my god! Sloppy. My question Idiot. is, who who's when when it comes down to the guy, the forces attacking each other, who the colonel is having that meeting with or hanging out with Chen up in that room yeah. with the the strippers who don't take yeah. off their clothes. Um, and then his guys come in and attack Chen's guys. Is that how it goes yes. down? Right. That's, that's when he goes yeah. out to have that cigarette. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. How and he gives that dude a real cold look. Yeah, the cigarillo. <laughs> as they call them in, the, in Seattle. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, this. Dude, how else was this guy like the, the worst bad guy? Would you rate him bad, better, or worstest, Flav? Badder. Badder? I mean, he did get the drop on Chen, so... Um, I'm talking about Chen. Oh, then the worst. <laughs> yeah. Chen's the worstest. And, yeah. and I'd say he, the colonel is a badder. He's not bad because he got the drop on one other person, but he's badder because he's still an idiot. It was kind of a sad moment at the end when Chen has been tied up. Oh, oh man. And we get this this little, like... Um, Glimpse of hope. These little, little It was an extended scene an of him extended escaping scene of him escaping rope. by uh, reaching into his uh, boot Ankle, and grabbing yeah. out a knife and cutting the ropes, but and then only to, to, to try to attack... As, as Raj said, stab him in the dick, only to attack the colonel and be <laughs> shot on his way doing that. And then shot in the head. It was <laughs> yeah, really it was sad. He I gets shed a shot tear. in the knee and then shot in the head. Like, what a way to go. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was some interesting... That was definitely some interesting... Uh, it was almost like a... It was almost like a... You could say a snap. But a was snap? A gun? <laughs> what do you mean a exactly? Gun a gun snap. A gun snap. A 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 snap. We back, baby. Snaps and snaps. We snapping. We snapping. We snapping. We snapping. Oh yeah, let's let this one ride. Oh nice. Good intro, guys. That was fun. I was rocking that. All right, so Take we got away. Snaps and Skippies with Mr. Smitty. Yes, explain this now for our Season 2 listeners. All right, if you guys are new listeners here, this is the segment where I break down any sort of bone breaks and also Skippies or helicopters, <laughs> as we normal folk like to say. Uh, Flav, why does Steven Seagal <laughs> call them Skippies? I mean, just listen to him up there. Shout out to Tom Segura. Listen to the podcast, man. Love your stuff. Love you, Tom. All right, so today, what's our over under? By the way, our over under. Yeah. I believe. Are we changing? Wait, are we changing for season I don't two? No. What do you guys think? We were at at the end of season one. We were still at four and a half, right? I think We'd so. S- for our listeners, we had started at, uh, an over under like of snaps half, at five right? and a half. Uh, Seagal came through in a few movies, but often we were fall- falling short of it. Very so, short. like any I, smart I, I, uh, bookies, we lowered the line f- to four, four and a half. Is probably good. Yeah, I think snaps that's good. plus. Skippy's yeah, AKA four, four and a half is okay, good. I think let's keep it there. Okay. Season two, four and a half. Season two. All right, you Here we go. Bookies. Four snaps. Oh. And zero skippies. Oh, under. Shit. Just under. hit the under on that one. All right, so I'm going to break it down. In the beginning, <laughs> we got one arm break. <laughs> you got good one. I don't think you even realized he did that. Uh, all right, well, in the beginning, we had one arm break. <laughs> Where he uh, 
where Steven uh, confronts those guys who are really adamant about uh, him buying that uh, car they had for sale. Yeah. <laughs> where he, uh, <laughs> so he catches that guy's arm in the door and starts just like closing it and like just snaps in half. Um, the next one comes in uh, when Seagal and Tia are in the hotel room mm-hmm. and they get attacked because there was a tracker transponder device inside their bags of cash. It was very old is country for no just a o- fancier name for <laughs> old tracker? country for no men. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was, I was a very about that no too. country for old men uh, type scene. It, th- there was definitely a lot of Coen Brothers stuff in this for movie. Sure. It was definitely Keanu. Haven't you mentioned best. that before that there's some Coen Brothers esque stuff in some of the? I films? said that. Well, you t- said that earlier, earlier today. today when we were watching oh, the movie. Shit! Look at me listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Um, when the uh, bad guys attack the hotel room, he gives one guy an arm snap and then throws him out the, the front window. Or shoots him out the front window. Yeah, actually. that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That guy was really just like overzealous. Like, dude, he got, well, he why got, are you still got, trying? Like, yeah. you're not paid that much, he man. He got the like, shit beat out of him He's to the a most pulp. loyal henchman. Like, he kept <laughs> trying. I'm like, man, you were really in it. He got the shit beat out of him. And then he got his arm snapped and was on the ground and then eventually gets up and then gets shot through the window. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Over eager. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Our next one came uh, with a leg snap actually towards the end. Um, I believe this was in Vlad's house, the big shootout yeah. in Vlad's yep. house. Yep. And okay. then there was also um, a wrist snap at the end. And I believe that was at um, the Colonel or, or Chen's little hideout where they were at the end right. scene. Did, was Vlad's house like on the same block as Chen's hideout? Because they them very, walk over there, they right? They do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're both rich like men, you know, rich like men they, in Seattle. They're like battling neighbors they're like or the something Hatfields like that. They're like the Hatfields and McCoys of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the Seattle underground. Jesus Oh, Christ. God. So we, uh, those were our four snaps. No skippies, unfortunately. That would have put us over, but it is what it is. We hit the under just by a little bit today. Uh, keep uh, gambling, folks. Keep throwing yeah. that fliff around. All but that you know, Seagal I mean, cash flowing in. Yeah, uh, four, but that's okay. I'll make it back. <laughs> But yeah, the middle of this movie is basically the classic Seagal middle of the movie stuff. It's fights, followed by meetings, followed by crime scenes. Generally in that order. Yeah. We have the hotel <laughs> fight, we have the Vlad fight, we and have what, crime like, scene after crime man, scene. Man, the these cops. fights were pretty ridiculous. There's some great neeks inside of them, so I have That's something right. to say. He had a lot of hand movements today. He I did. Let's, ridiculous. let's take it there. Do you want to talk some neeks? I went the brown man. We're talking season two. What did people get up to today? Oh, Some yeah. tasty, tasty neeks today. Talking neeks. What do you got? Man, today was great. I really, really liked the action sequences in this movie. Do we know who the fight choreographer was? I got to look that up later, but I would Bindang. love to see more of his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it was Bindang, man. A lot of good neeks here. So... Some of his snaps were kind of, you know, like uh, like more Aikido-esque. Uh, you know, he's done a little bit more straight jiu-jitsu moves before. But really what I want to focus on today are, are not the snaps so much as the, what Smitty mentioned earlier, the hand battles. Oh, my goodness. There were some extended shots of Seagal where it was him doing it. Like oh, there was absolutely. no cutaways. And it was he still has the hand speed. Love man. you, Sensei. You got Quick hands. And you know what? I wanna actually I wanna say something which I forgot to on the previous podcast, but which kind of backs this up. My sensei's brother, Master Phil, who owns four gyms in New York, he has gyms in Long Island and stuff and jujitsu, trained with Seagal twice, two different seminars. And he actually tested, like, he was just here, like, a month or two ago, and he was like, yeah, man, like, when he was there, like, Seagal's very, like, like, you know, like, not not arrogant, but he's definitely, like, you can tell that he, like, knows that he knows what he's doing. 
and is like proud of that fact that he knows what he's doing. But he was like, man, like when he does it, like his technique is still like on point, and he's like he still has like really fast hands. So like this kind of backs up what he was saying because it would probably be around 2009 when he probably trained with him last or something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, even he was like saying like Seagal like still has got it, and he does have that imposing presence because he's just a fucking huge guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was cool about this though was not just the hand movements, but what um, Smitty actually mentioned this during the movie to me. He's like, was that a snap? Seagal does a couple of, like, short, like, almost roundhouse a couple of times, and a couple of times are just like, almost, like, foot sweep hits to the, like, inside of the knees and inside of the shins of people he's fighting. And it, it could theoretically, if you did that hard enough, yeah, you could definitely cause some damage and potentially blow out the knee if you did, like, a full kick. But what he was doing there really is what in um, our style of jiu-jitsu we call an atemi or a distraction where mm-hmm. a lot of hand battles going on. He's hitting him up high, and the guys are also blocking sometimes up high. So he throws in those quick strikes to the legs to off-balance the person and also to throw off his game where he now has to think about the legs, which causes his mind to think low, and now you keep hitting him up high. So really, really smart Really smart stuff. Like, stuff like that is kind of overlooked, I think, in movies because people are just like, oh, like, cool fight sequence. But, like, when you've been training for as long as I do, like, I see those small things and I'm like, I know that Seagal knows about that. So, like, right. it's, it's cool to see that because, like, my sensei talks about it all the time. Like, if somebody, for example, grabs you, like, up high, say, like, just, like, a collar grab or, like, a shoulder grab or something, before you go into addressing that, all of their focus is on that part of the hand. So our our first thing is to throw a quick strike to the f- to the like near the sh- uh, inside of that shin. It's called an atemi because that just gets them thinking. It's not supposed to be like a hard shot. It's just supposed to get them temporarily distracted from the grab, and that's when you go for the hand. So he's doing the exact same thing in these hand to hand battles. I thought it was awesome. Good, really good neeks. That's some serious talking neeks right there. Nice play, yeah. season two, baby. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> when when Sensei Seagal comes on the cast, I would love to ask him how much he choreographs it himself. Uh, yeah, that would oh, be a really great a question. question. I didn't yeah. think about that. I mean, that. he's done I mean, four, you know, yeah, sixty action movies at this point. My God, you yeah. think he knows how to do it? And he Every, knows what everybody he in can our do. gym wants him to come down. If Sensei Seagal, if you're listening to this, or if anybody on Seagal's team is listening to this, we definitely would love to bring him out. Not just for the podcast, but we have a full jujitsu gym here. We'd love to do a seminar, fill it up. We'll put you up in a nice hotel, get your food, everything. Like, just reach out to us, Sensei. And seriously, get on stage with us. That would be so oh much my fun. God, yeah, we'll jam. We we would have a blast. I think you'd have a great time. We would do out. the best. John Crow, oh, anyone's yeah. ever heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, legit. All right, so those are my nakes, guys. Very well done. I love it. Nice, Flav. Um, so, yeah, again, just uh, we go through uh, two big, basically, boss-level shootout scenes at the end here. Vlad's house, um, where it there's... It almost looks like a trailer, too. What do you way. mean? The houses like kind of look trailerish in a way. Like, you know when like they're coming giant out... Giant trailers? You know, like, where they were, like, in the very <laughs> end, and they came out with the uncle, it looked like the steps, and they looked like trail, Like, you know, like, construction site trailers mm-hmm. that are set up for, like, yeah. op- like makeshift offices? Like, it kind of looked like that. The geography of the movie yeah. was it pretty really confusing like as to, like, what houses. exactly was, yeah. was where. Um, and, yeah, how close things were to each other. Right. And yeah, when you had to drive places and when you didn't. I mean, there that's just Keone for you guys. <laughs> that's just Keone. Keone, Keone, Keone. Listen, Keone cuts... To what we want, yeah, to what we to the, the meat of the, like, the I, heart. I don't want to tell these guys about the environment. Who gives a fuck about the environment? Show them what they want to see. He cuts to the heart's meat of the matter issue on this one, and just shows us exactly what to see. Chews out the fat. <laughs> he cuts <laughs> out the chews it, chews it out himself, and then spits it out. <laughs> cuts it out. Or fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What's that? Um, I did like the moment when uh, Sergey finally proved his his worth with uh, he's gonna getting uh, Adam Goldberg. Uh, Saving Private oh, Ryan yeah. style oh, for shit. that good, for that good one scene, reference, and then he does the quick flip and does the multiple stab attack. <laughs> yeah, on our that, was, that was a good escape. That was a really good escape. The music was also really great in this movie. Props to that guy. 
Um, like I thought right in the beginning when um, the cop pulled over uh, two of the um, Chinese mob guys, the mm. music like, and they weren't talking, and the music got like really intense there, and you knew something was yes. about to happen, but you weren't sure yeah. when it was gonna. Like, it was it the uh, Dark Knight Rises kind of. Yeah. Bum, 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 it was. Yeah, it, I thought that was really good. I really enjoyed oh, that. Dark Knight Rises was a great album. There was some crazy like uh, really great album. Crazy like horn blasts and stuff. There was some really like weird atonal shit. That was there were cool. some great Dylan moments. There's full trombones like really loudly, <laughs> right? Like you remember that scene? Good job, Dylan, on yeah. those trombones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's the end here? What's our what's this last scene? Our big shootout. So Seagal basically comes in with his crew with which is um Sergey and Vlad, and they're shooting. Everybody they're out, a family. basically. Yeah, and, they're family. And Tia, yeah, and Tia t- as well, right? They kind of there being Tia, but not Tamara. They kind of walk in on the double crossing going on. Right. Happening. Okay. That's yes. what happens. Is like that kind of all so goes just down a at the huge same time. Shootout. But Seagal just kind of how does he get into this house that easily? I don't even. I don't remember. He just gets in there though, and he's like just confront. He confronts uh, the colonel, right? And then pretty much takes him out. They have easily. it out. Yeah, Seagal. Well, takes him out well, easily, but he, he leaves him alive. Him. Yeah, he leaves him alive. He just knocks him out. Right. Oh, so the colonel tries that that kick at Seagal, and Seagal just grabs his entire body by the leg and, thro- and throws throws around. him into some. He's file so much cabinets. bigger than this guy. He's so much bigger than yeah. everyone yeah. in this movie. Yeah, it's, huge. it's never it's a amazing. fair fight. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he throws him around and then like gets the uncle out of there. The uncle, the yeah. uncle, and his uncle's Classic just like, "What uncle. the fuck is yeah, happening?" Yeah, right that, now? Poor, that poor uncle. Yeah, man, he's like, "This is way worse than what I was in China." <laughs> this yeah, probably is so much worse. Oh my god, like. Uh, yeah, that's what we didn't see at the end of this movie. The uncle actually went right back to China <laughs> at the end credits. <laughs> He's like, Tia, you can go fuck yourself. All right. This like, movie was about an accountant. I do yeah, not really want you as my niece anymore. What is this? Ben Affleck's The Accountant oh, coming this God, November? I can't wait for that movie. <laughs> Jesus, I love Ben Affleck. Okay. I love you, Ben Affleck. Shout out to Ben Affleck. Oh, man. That Fleck. That guy, that guy and Matt Damon are the Peter and Brown man of America. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are in America too. Yeah. No man, they they're the originals. They're America's P Bear and the Brown right. Man. <laughs> okay, so Seagal leaves Wait. our our main villain alive for some unknown reason in his office wa- and starts walking away. Seagal is walking with Tia, who's been shot during this whole thing. She gets shot in the chest. No, the he's, chest. he's walking oh, with he's the walking uncle. With her. He's yeah. he's got the uncle. Yeah, she's already she screams her regular thing as usual. She's like, Uncle, watch out. She's like, Uncle, be safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> did she yeah. do that before too and ruined it for them? Like the that's first how our th- friends got killed. God. Yeah. <laughs> uncle, no. Yeah, poor I friends hate and you. Uncle. Uncle's just like, I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> I'm not even your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Those aren't my I'm kids. I'm just your dad's friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm just your dad's old acquaintance. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the shootout happened, blah, 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 yakety yak. But then the guy gets up, right? Yes, uh, the, the colonel, colonel And he tries up. to Some shoot dude. Seagal in the back this time. Yes. I don't think it was the uncle. This time he's pissed at Seagal, so he tries to shoot Seagal, and she says the same thing. She's like, Shane, look at her. <laughs> but just in the nick of time, what has Seagal done? He has rigged the place with explosives, <laughs> and he pulls the trigger. Dude does not even look back. It's so cold, dude. He just hits the trigger, blows that guy to pieces. Blows in his entire house to pieces. <laughs> Meanwhile, the uncle is like <laughs> terrified, like, looking yeah, back. Dude, like, he's, oh, like, oh, he's dying oh of a heart God. attack next to Seagal because. Seagal's yeah. <laughs> just, just keep walking. He should. Just, Seagal's Don't just look that back. You'll ruin like the shot. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you're ruining it. You're ruining it. It's like snaps the uncle's neck. He ruined the moment. Things might get hot and loud. <laughs> you think I'd let that milk toast pussy stay alive? <laughs> 
Okay, and then to our final scene, which is one of the most ridiculous oh endings we've had. Yeah, this, the uh, most tacked I, I feel like Smitty wants to talk. <laughs> Smitty, tell us what happened here. Well, it was just so abrupt. All of a sudden, it go, it cuts like right to like a helicopter, like flyover shot of this like s- like very scenic hotel on like on a lake. Welcome and then to it's Nova like, Scotia. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like a travel documentary or yeah. something. <laughs> and then it cuts to. Um, Inside the hotel room, and you see these women's legs getting out of the like a uh, bathtub or yeah. whatever. And of course, it's uh, what's her face? Tia, Tia. with a it's giant Tia. hole in her chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 she's <laughs> fine, no folks. Yeah, don't worry she's about fine, it. Of course, she's wearing a backless, uh, strapless dress. Looks great. And basically, she's like, "My uncle can stay. Thanks so much." <laughs> she hugs him out, and then he's like, "Yeah, well, now I got a place of my own. We can go disappear for a while." <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden, it shows that same helicopter flyover shot, but in reverse. Yep. And, and that's it. Credits. Credits. I love what? how in that scene, Seagal enters and says, they're waiting for us downstairs. Oh, yeah. That's such a classic, <laughs> like the most overcooked. Who's Let's go celebrate. No, it's definitely... We can go celebrate. Yeah, they talk about Vlad celebrating. It's like, isn't this much longer? It's Vlad and Sergei. Yeah, dude. Doing some father-son bonding time. They're waiting on us. Um, speaking of endings... I want to take it to P-Bear's favorite segment. Yes. Oh, let's do it. Let's Season hop two. on that train. Guys, Choo-choo. are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. Let's do it. We're going to the island. <laughs> of alternate endings. The island. Welcome to the island of alternate endings, brother. Oh, Screwface. Where have you guys been? It's been a minute. Oh, man, Screwface. We were, you know, we were, uh, we were just busy, man. It's too busy. hot on the island in the summer. Oh, not for a broad racist caricature like me, brother. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Watch right your face. Then. Oh, jeez. All right. We'll see you later. <laughs> check okay. in next week. Ooh. Maybe we shouldn't I check in with Screwface yeah, anymore. Screen he's on. starting to get a little When he started on. to talk, I felt a little bit <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I got a really good alternate ending that I didn't. For a while in this movie, I was like, man, like this movie's really great. I don't know what else I'd change about it too much. And then at the end, I was like, I, I got a great one. So the uncle is being kept in this house, yes. and Seagal and yeah. his crew are going to save him. But the uncle has, like, a couple goons around him, right? I have an alternate end where the uncle is actually Steven Seagal's old training partner and then himself an Aikido master, but nobody knows this. I love it. I love this. <laughs> he beats the shit out of everybody inside of that trailer. When Seagal opens the door, you know, to go in and save everybody, he just looks around. He's like, "What?" And then he like sees him. He's like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> they have like one of those moments, and they're like, "No way!" Like Bond, come outside, and they're like all like buddy, buddy. And Tia's like, "How? How did you like you? How did you didn't say you knew my uncle?" And Seagal's like, "Well, you didn't say who he was." <laughs> and like it just like <laughs> it frames a shot of them two just looking at each other, like broed out, and then Can like. Uh, Rocking Apollo blow yeah. grab. Exactly. And then it cuts to that same like scenic Nova Scotia thing, but it's Seagal and his old Aikido buddy, and they're like training again in the mountains while Tia's looking on from the inside. Tia should be getting but with Sergei. Yes. That would make more sense yes, if you have a romantic interest in No, she's looking on from the inside, like, you know, just like watching them train, but she could she could still be fucking oh, she's still with Sergei. She could, she could be with <laughs> No, she could still be with Sergei, but they're all like a happy family now. They're all like training in this like like Nova Scotia island. They've started their like life together. And Vlad's like bench pressing in the corner. Oh, yeah, you know he is. <laughs> that guy works out 100%. I think that's a beautiful. And but I just really, re- I really I wanted I like that, that old guy to just like turn out to be just like some jab, like just awesome Aikido match, beat the <laughs> shit out of everybody. They're like, oh my god, uncle, like <laughs> what is going on? Could we just call this movie the uncle? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah uncle. 
So that would be like an M Night Shyamalan kind of twist. Yes, that'd the be a uncle classic. is like an the dangerous man. Like crazy. Yeah, exactly. The uncle is the dangerous man. He, dangerous he kidnapped man. himself. Oh, that's pretty good. We could do some classic Keone uh, whack flashbacks, waxman moves too. Oh, like, uh, <laughs> I'm a DJ. <laughs> I'm a DJ. I'm a DJ. I bitch, live season in two. Seattle. <laughs> People shake your buns, baby. Shake your rattles. Oh, drop the beat on these bitches <laughs> in Seattle. I'm a DJ. Dangerous man. Two thousand nine. Pacific Northwest. All D- my beats. Are the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow. I love how he was called the uncle because he had a niece. Yeah. He had no name. It was uncle. every single person called him. Everybody the uncle. called him the uncle. Yeah. An alternate ending for me would be because people keep crying out uncle at various points in the movie. Is that everyone in the every man in the scene who had a niece or a nephew kept looking and being? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I too and a an um, uncle and a uncle and an uncle. Oh my God, we're uncles. Oh. Oh my God, your uncles? We're uncles. Yeah, we're all yeah, uncles. Baby Amara. Yeah, in the Cayman. Yeah. Um, Kaylin. Smitty, do you have an alternate? Yeah. Ending? Okay. So, shout out to Cayman, Baby Amara. Like, like a lot of my my alternate endings, the movie kind of plays out similarly, like it oh, does. Sure. Like we're gonna we get dark. We're gonna get dark. No, nah, it's not too dark. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> in the final final shootout scene, we see uh, Tia get wounded, right? And mm-hmm. um, as Sergey goes over and tries to save her in the process of that he also gets killed then we get tia is then can't be rescued and she bleeds out and dies oh Oh my god i told you guys this is dark no 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 no. (laughs) in the explosion at the end seagal's walking away calmly and the uncle a big huge pallet lands on him oh my god (laughs) there were a lot of pallets in this movie (laughs) so so it's now just down to Steven Seagal, Shane, and Vlad. Mm-hmm. And they escape with their lives just barely. Cut to mm-hmm. scenic helicopter shot <laughs> flying over the hotel. Okay. Classic we go into the bathroom. <laughs> Sergey is ki- not Sergey. Vlad is getting I'm out done, of the tub. I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> oh Vlad is God. getting out of the tub, and then him and Seagal have become romantic interests, and they're gay lovers now. Oh, my now. God. I like Season that. two, guys. Season two. Welcome to it. I knew Beautiful. this was going to go to a place I didn't want to go. And Steven's like, they're waiting for us downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> he comes up behind Vlad, puts his arms yeah. around him, wraps him, wraps him up. Yeah. I can't quit you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a that's a beautiful and then cut to where I come from. I can't so th- quit. So there you. was some sadness, but it ended up very beautiful at the end. Okay. So and then they're going downstairs in the hotel to the funeral of Vlad's <laughs> yeah. oh, child yeah, yeah. and Stephen's uh, daughter surrogate. Um, good, good. I like that alternate <laughs> ending. All right, you guys ready for for mine? Oh shit! Are you ready, Flav? Yes. Okay. Are I just you ready? Clenched my butthole a little bit, so okay. now I am. Um, so Stephen really, really uh, risks d- life and limb uh, to himself at the very end with that explosion gag that he pulls. Yeah. Um, because uh, Sunti has his uh, his head in the crosshairs of Sunti. a sniper's rifle. Do you think Sunti was praying too with like those like monks to help him out of oh. this, but like the bad ones? Ooh, possible. Ooh, that's nice. pretty good. Spirit. Yeah. Wow. So Stephen Seagal doesn't time it right by half a second. 
and gets shot in the, in the head <laughs> <laughs> and dies because he was being because of his arrogance at the very I almost I really for a second that thought they might kill him, but I mean what am I what am I talking about? The Steven Seagal <laughs> movie. Um but he still as he's falling down, presses the button and blows the whole thing up. The uh, the uncle throws a, a dying Seagal on his shoulders, <laughs> brings him over to a skippy. Oh yes. shit! So we hit the over, oh, over. Hit the over, and we fly. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to a helicopter shot. <laughs> it's the skippy <laughs> with Steven Seagal's dead body, the uncle, oh, and, uh, Tia, and Sergey and Vlad. Okay, they're they're flying into a beautiful scenic Pacific Northwest hotel. We <laughs> okay. This is weird. All right, <laughs> we you cut to it. a scene inside the hotel. Vlad is adjusting his tie. <laughs> Rising from from the bath <laughs> is a, a naked zombie Steven Seagal. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Vlad oh. says they're waiting for us. <laughs> 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 zombie Steven Seagal and Vlad, now lovers, go downstairs to witness the commitment ceremony. Of uh, Sergey and Tia and Tamara, she's finally there. Oh Can the mom God, be there Tamara too? Her twin. Okay. Yes, the mom I love is there. The mom. She was so sassy. Oh, the mom from Tia and Tamara. Yeah, yes, oh. she's there too. <laughs> okay, yes. Of course, she's there. She's got to walk her daughters down there. I would also no, love to the... see a uh, a sitcom called The Uncle, starring the uncle, <laughs> and he's always getting into little scrapes, and Tia has to go through. He's always like getting like kidnapped. He's <laughs> always getting kidnapped, and then Tia gets kidnapped trying to save him. <laughs> The oh the like uncle that. oh uncle and at the end he throws his hands uncle, up like no. <laughs> it's like still shot. Okay, so that was that was this movie, A Dangerous Man, two thousand nine. We had a really good time with this oh, one. Oh man, when you say guys, this this was definitely on the scale of Seagal films. This is definitely one of the more entertaining entertaining ones. The action was great. I thought the plot got a little convoluted at some points. Sure, but, but it, I had a good time. I enjoyed this one. Uh yeah, so any other words on this movie before we check out what we're doing next week? It was amazing. I thought it was great. I loved the action. You guys should definitely check this movie out. Keone Waxman, this is how you do it, man. Keep doing it like that. Um, we love keep them coming. He also baby. Wrote this movie and the music was good too. So make it happen like that, bro. Yeah, Ben Dang, good on you. Flav, what do we got coming up next week? Next week we're gonna go to my all-time favorite movie. I've been waiting for this for a very, very, Woo! very long time. Jeez. Oh, this is your all-time favorite movie, period, or your all-time favorite Seagal? All-time Seagal favorite. Oh, okay, all right. okay, this is going to be special. All-time favorite Seagal movie. We are going to 1991. Yes. Oh, man, this Detective is the golden era. Gino Fellino. Yes. Oh, my. And Out for Justice. Justice. Holy We're shit. We're doing it. We're doing it. Finally. This is, this is amazing. There is some, oh, my God. You guys are in for a treat. This is maybe perhaps the ultimate Seagal movie. I think a lot of Seagal's most ardent fans would say, out for Justice, look no further yeah, than that Yeah, the one. top three are always hard to kill above the law and Out for Justice. It's it's in, like, the classic films. I know what about Under, Under Siege? Siege? Under Siege is great, but it always, when you talk about the top three, you always, like, those three are kind of the Hall of Famers. Hey, Seagal fans, hit us up on Facebook. Tweet us. Tell us your top three Seagal movies of all time. Yeah, let um, us know. Do you agree with Flav? I mean, there's some other ones in there that I would, you know, I would <laughs> always throw in out of reach sometimes. But <laughs> Belly of the Beast, you know, that was a pretty good one, too. That one was really fun. Yep. Um, on Deadly Ground has a ton of merits. Uh, there, there are a bunch that you could definitely Against throw in your the top dark. three. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll throw in What about Marked for Death again? Of course, Keith. Of <laughs> course, Keith. My top three, Marked for Death, Marked for Death, Marked for Death, <laughs> and Othello. <laughs> Okay. What about that other Seagal movie you were in, Keith? Do you not like that one? 
<laughs> Not which, as much. Which one was that again? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Is that a serious man? Who the hell knows? Yeah. A serious man, a dangerous man. Who the hell knows? Steven, we love you. Listeners, hit us up on Facebook again. Tweet us Shout at Shout out Seriously to our sponsors, too, for season two Mazda, Qdoba, Scent of Action, Cologne, Pepsi, Pol- Polar Coke. Seltzer. Polar Seltzer. Steven Seagal, Color Forms, uh, P-Bear and the Brown Man's Friendship Mail Order Service. Uh, Everybody else that listens to us and supports us, we love you guys. Rate us, review us on iTunes. Keep listening, keep shouting out, keep reaching out. We love you guys. We love you, Steven. Kill us on film. James Eads, you're the man. Kill us on film. Hashtag. And this has been Seriously Seagal. It's miles from civilization. Seven the arm, what? But just one subway stop from Manhattan. Hey, you want a party? Brooklyn. <laughs> they were friends. Ever since we was little. Born on these streets. One of us family. Now, after 15 years. Who would I ever thought that I would have become a cop, huh? They will play cops and robbers one more time. <laughs> But this time... Richie got out of the car and just stepped up. Bang. It's no game. Three of his crew were with him. Steven Seagal. I know this guy better than anybody else. I know the neighborhood better than anybody else. Out for justice. I'm gonna keep coming back until somebody remembers seeing Richie. You know, you know our ways. He must be dealt with by us. Over here, Sal. Get in the car! this guy before you do you know what i'm gonna do so you still call me here like a girl body count's going up gino i'm starting to get in a bad mood you know maybe it's like a mood swing my hormones i don't know in this neighborhood someone's got to take out the garbage Steven Seagal, out for justice.